Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is the Literary Gardener for May 6th, 2021. The topic this time is, what is the best water for our garden soil and plants? Water is perhaps the most amazing compound on earth. Able to dissolve most substances if given sufficient time, water is a carrier of geological information, a medium of communication between biological systems, and a vital component of every living cell. Nigel Palmer, The Regenerative Grower's Guide to Garden Amendments, 2020. The other day it was 90 degrees outside and I procrastinated on writing in favor of watering plants on my patio with a garden hose. I enjoyed gazing into the rainbow I made by spraying with my back to the sun, contemplating just how amazing and precious water is for healthy plants and healthy people. According to Palmer, however, not all water is equal for growing optimal food crops. He says rainwater is the best water to use for watering plants and for making soil amendments. There are several reasons why rainwater is so beneficial to our garden. Rainwater doesn't contain chlorine, which is used as a disinfectant in municipal tap water. Chlorine can be toxic to plants, as evidenced by leaf edges that look burnt. Some tap water also contains high levels of sodium bicarbonates that can inhibit plant growth and damage soil structure by preventing soil particles from clumping together. Palmer says high amounts of dissolved minerals, mostly calcium and magnesium, in tap water increase the water's hardness. Rainwater is naturally soft, with a hardness value of only 18 to 20 parts per million, or ppm, whereas acceptable hardness values for municipal drinking water can be as high as 170 ppm. Palmer cautions gardeners against using municipal water straight from the tap for watering plants if hardness values exceed 70 ppm. I did a bit of investigating to find out the hardness value for the tap water in Medford. Our city water comes from Big Butte Springs, about 30 miles north of Medford. In summertime, when water needs are highest, the supply is supplemented with water from Rogue River. Both water supplies are considered moderately soft, with hardness values that range from 32 to 45 ppm. Sodium content in our tap water varies from 4 to 6 ppm. The high quality of our tap water means we don't have to worry about burning our plants with excess minerals. However, some gardeners store tap water for at least 24 hours to allow the chlorine to dissipate before using it for plants and soil. Still, rainwater offers benefits that tap water just can't match. For instance, rainwater contains nitrogen from the atmosphere in the form of nitrates that plants can immediately absorb through their leaves and roots. That's why our garden looks so fresh and green after a rain. Rainwater also has more oxygen than tap water, and this helps to prevent plants from becoming waterlogged and developing root rot. Carbon dioxide in rainwater lowers the soil pH to slightly acidic, the ideal pH for most of our garden plants. Rainfall triggers the release of micronutrients in the soil, zinc, copper, manganese, and iron, so the minerals become available to plants. 
Finally, rainwater does a better job of flushing accumulated salts down through the soil beyond the root zone of our plants, where higher levels of sodium have less effect on plant growth. I know I'm being somewhat of a tease by discussing the benefits of rainwater for our garden during a period of drought. We've had only 5.48 inches of rainfall so far in 2021, which is about six inches below the average amount of rainfall in our area by this time of year. The outlook for rainfall in the near future looks grim as there's no rain forecasted for the next 10 days, and we're quickly moving into our typical drought period from June through September. Recently, it's been stretching into October and even beyond. We still may get a bit of rain though, and Palmer suggests collecting rainwater when we can to make the soil amendments described in his book. In case you're wondering, it is legal for homeowners in Oregon to capture rain from their rooftops in barrels and buckets to water their plants. I bought a pretty rain chain to direct rainwater from the house gutters into a bucket. Unfortunately, rain hasn't touched the rain chain yet, but it's there waiting for its moments of glory. I have been able to capture more rain in Bandon, where we have a rain barrel connected to the gutters affixed to the shelter over our camper. During a downpour, we can fill up the 50 gallon barrel and then we pump the water to a storage tank by the hoop house. We've been able to water our raised beds this way so far, but we'll have to switch to delivered municipal water during the dry summer months until we install a pump for our well. It'll be interesting to observe any differences in plant health and plant growth after we transition from using rainwater to municipal or well water. Note to self check out hardness values for well water and municipal water in Bandon. Whatever source we use for watering, practicing water wise gardening is an important part of sustainable land stewardship. To learn more about water wise gardening, visit the Medford Water Commission's website at www.medfordwater.org or register for the OSU Extension Services free online water wise gardening class presented live from 3 to 4 30 p.m. this Tuesday, May 11th, and then available as a Zoom recording afterward. Go to the Extension、uh, Service website to find out more. In the meantime, here are a few tips for water wise gardeners. Check your irrigation system and garden hoses for leaks. Water your plants in the early morning to avoid evaporation. Water twice a week for longer periods of time rather than daily watering for short periods of time. Place your plants close together in the raised beds and apply mulch around the root zones. Improve your garden soil so water and nutrients are more available to plants. The last tip brings us right back to Nigel Palmer's book about soil amendments and the close connection between what he calls good water and healthy soil. I'm still holding out hope that at least a little bit of that good water for my garden might come directly from the rain. And that's it for the literary gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.